Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Been fantastic to have you company for Dwayne's World today. Great to be back with you, taking your calls. Love Midday Madness. Back for Midday Madness tomorrow, of course, on another couple of hours of your calls. And it's been fantastic to talk some so much cricket as well, so many texts and calls about cricket. We'll return to a little bit of cricket shortly. Bit of footy, though, with the draft on tonight. And so many texts have come through on the footy as well. One here, hi, Dwayne. I know we're all excited about the World Cup win, however. Can't wait to watch the AFL draft tonight. Do you think any chance West Coast pass on Harley Reid? has picked one. That's from Susan. I don't see it myself, but that's the beauty of watching it live tonight. Live trading, it could happen. I don't think it will. I think the West Coast know that taking Harley Reid's probably a pretty good option, and it might be the one that got away if they don't take him. Another text on footy here, or a couple of texts. Um, haven't heard any mention of the AFLW semis. Dwayne, great win by the Cats girls over last year's premiers. Great match by the Cats and exciting comeback by the Demons. Any chance of Talking to someone from the Cats. And another one here, Dwayne, um, Dwayne O. Melman lost their final on the weekend. So both men and women's AFL teams didn't win a final in their respective seasons. And yet they get $1 million and the McClellan Trophy should the criteria or a point system for the McClellan Trophy be looked at and possibly adjusted. Well, the AFL took a punt on changing the McClellan Trophy system. Uh, it didn't really work, but they might say it did work. So... Uh, it would have been better if Melbourne at least won a final. But just on yesterday, and I haven't mentioned it at all today because we've been talking cricket, and I didn't want to sort of break into so much love for cricket and talk a little bit about the footy. But quickly, I saw the best AFLW game I've ever watched yesterday. Melbourne v Geelong. I, well, maybe I also saw one of the worst, one that frustrated me, the Crows and the Swans. But did you see yesterday, I'll take your calls after Kevin Shifter-Sheehan. Did you see yesterday Geelong and Melbourne? Cats by five points after being up by 30. They won 7.850 to Melbourne, 6.945. Nina Morrison, who I don't know, but I've said hello to a couple of times around Geelong. Sensational. 29 possessions. Georgie Pasparkas is a star, 18 possessions. Eliza West, also for Melbourne, 26 possessions. It was just a joy to watch that game yesterday. To see, well, I've seen many worse and more boring AFL men's games, to be honest, and lower scoring men's matches. If women's footy keeps getting played like yesterday was played by girls whose kicking and handball skills are as good as some of the men, then the AFLW is going to thrive. 
don't get me started on the handball and the kicking from the Adelaide-Sydney game because it was terrible. But the prelims are next week, Brisbane-Geelong and North Melbourne and Adelaide. We'll talk more AFLW. And I'll take your calls a little bit later on this hour if you'd like to talk about it, if you watched yesterday. And was that the best game that's been seen in the AFLW years that have been with us? one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the open line number if you'd like to join me. That Warby Care open line awarded National Care Car Dealer of the Year. Warby Care where customers come first. But Kevin Shifter Sheehan's been good enough to join me to talk the draft tonight. He joins us for tyre power. The holiday getaway sale is on now. Get up to two hundred dollars off the Michelin Pilot Sport range at Tyre Power. Welcome to you, Shifter. Great to have you on. Yeah, Dwayne, thanks for having us. And look, can I say before we start the draft, I did watch that game yesterday. And agree with you completely on Nina Morrison and Georgie Prasparkas. They're exciting players, the two Cats girls. And, and what a finish it was by Melbourne, a barnstorming finish. And uh, Yeah, so a little bit of uh, Cats blood in me. And I was on the edge of the seat watching that, uh, that final quarter. So what a, what a great advertisement of what uh, the game can look like uh, even into the future. And midfield ball magnets like you were a shifter back in the day. Exactly, exactly. It makes us think of what our game might have looked like in, the, in the, say, the 70s and the 80s. It wasn't perfect then. But what a competition that was yesterday. Those girls were going for their life late in that game, throwing themselves in it and, and uh, really doing so much to try and get their respective sides over the line. So pretty exciting. Yeah, it was beautiful to watch. Tonight's going to be very watchable as well, Shifter. Do you think we'll end up with a surprise or two tonight? Oh, we've got to. You know, the way clubs work is that lots of people have a say on selection, don't they? And and not just drafting, but it's a, it's a pretty big business as every footy club. And I noticed that even, um, you know, sitting sitting probably in the back seats around the tables tonight in each of the club's spots, so even the CEOs, so some of those have a spot. You've got coaches and assistant coaches and list managers and scouts as well as the recruiting managers. So a lot of people have some input and the clubs will have a discipline in around the, the final phase, of course, but with live trading on the night, you imagine that player's still there at choice seven or eight, whoever that player might be the centre back, it could be Curtin. Now they're all talking about Kurt and the big guy sliding through. He's still there, and that's the one we need. Do you give up two to get one? You know, mm. Do you give up your two choices in the teens to get up to choice seven to take the player that really you thought was a one, two, or three? So that sort of debate will have to quickly happen um, or could potentially quickly happen tonight with the way the rules work, that you can trade on the night. So we're really looking forward to that part. There'll be plenty of bids as well. They bid for... Northern Academy players, they'll bid for father-sons and, and the clubs that have got hold of these boys will have to match that bid to be able to take them at that point. And so that's going to add another element as well. So you think that North Melbourne will bid on Jed Walter at pick three maybe and force the Gold Coast to come up with um, the match of the bid? Well, I, I think it, it, in all reality, it should be two or three. I think yep. he's the second best player behind Harley Reid in the draft. Uh, uh, I go a bit on, you know, potential and, and performance. Now, they're both All-Australians, these boys, the only two that did it last year and this year. They're back-to-back All-Australia. They proved last year they were stars, repeated this year. That's Reed and Walter, and I, I regard them as the best two players. But, you know, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's two or three, but, gee, they'll, they've got to call his name out pretty early. He's a very imposing player up forward, a big-bodied boy that, that is quick, and aggressive, and they're just, you know, just so hard to find, uh, as rare as hen's teeth, as they say. And uh, uh, Walter's every bit uh, a chance to be as good as a Harley Reid uh, down the track. So, looking at a few of the, the experts, 
talking about where, well, which players are going to be taken where. Would you be surprised if Daniel Curtin dropped as low as 10? I think that, um, or who is it that got maybe Geelong be an option for Daniel Curtin at 10? Would you be surprised if he dropped that low? Well, all I'm going to say is that, um, that geez, we're pretty good for 10, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a pretty good draft. And he's still there. He could go at three. He could go at seven, eight, nine, or 10. But uh, there's lots of good kids around him. Uh, and maybe the clubs are becoming a bit more position-specific, looking for, let's just say we need that speed. Our priority is speed, or it might be small goal kicker, whatever it might be. Uh, they might have a slightly different slant on it if they were to, to overlook him. Or they might be well catered for with tall defenders. Um, so all of that comes into the equation for each individual club as they make their mind up. So do you see them all as being round one players for next year, the, the guys who've been touted mm. as top? Ten picks are Harley Reid, Colby McKercher, Jed Walter, mm. Zane Dersma, mm. you know, Nick mm. Watson, uh, Riley Sanders. Are they all round one next year players if they stay fit over summer? Well, I think that nine out of ten will be. There might be someone that uh, slips back a fraction, but, gee, they look like they're ready to run some of these boys. Uh, Zane Dersma looks a real star for mine, this youngster from uh, down there at Foster in Gippsland. Um, Sometimes I'll call him a Rolls-Royce, that sort of kid. It's got that motor to actually go up a gear when he needs to with, with his acceleration or to uh, move so smoothly away from a pack that you know, they just can't get near him. Arches the back and then ping off a step, it's a goal. And you go, crikey, that's class. Absolute class. And uh, like a sheasel, if you like. And, uh, of course, uh, like sheasel, this guy's played forward, but will they play back behind the ball? Who knows with some of those things once clubs get hold of these young men, they can shape them into to young stars immediately. So uh, we look forward to that. But uh, in the meantime, let's see which 60 or so can get through over the next couple of nights. And, and then on Wednesday, we'll have a rookie draft as well with a, a handful more that'll, or a couple of handfuls more that'll get their chance. Are they more ready than they've ever been, these kids, Kevin? That The system is such that it's been refined and fine-tuned. Yeah. They're getting better advice, better coaching, yeah. I presume. Yeah, I think you've summed it up pretty well there. All those things have come into play in the last uh, 10 or so years. And if anyone, uh, any of your, the fans out there or listeners want to have a look at the 2018 draft, look at Sam Walsh and that group, and right up to Butters at about 13. They're all playing pretty good footy. They're all approaching 100 games. And, you know, so you can see the impact that a group can have when they are an elite group. Uh, they're already all Australians in their best and fairest winners. So uh, you'd need to have that lens for three to five years on to see the real impact of a group. But uh, the clubs don't get too many wrong these days in their top 20. That's where the stars are. And do you see a time when we have live trading of players? We can live trade picks, but... For example, if the West Coast took Harley Reid, that North Melbourne would be maybe able to put a package together to get Harley Reid from West Coast after they've taken him? It's a step too far for me at the minute to get my <laughs> head around it, Dwayne, I reckon. I reckon we celebrate the moment of where the boy goes, where the young man goes, and we give him his chance to get his footy started there. Yeah, I don't know in other, in other draft systems that can occur. They could trade, trade straight away, but uh, they're only young boys of 18, and would love to see them uh, really adjust to where they've been taken rather than being touted as someone that might mm. get might get sort of traded within hours, uh, as, as does happen in the NFL, of course. And beyond the top 10, uh, there's a few father-sons, there's a few other guys that mm. you, you talked about a bit in the lead-up, including Jordan Croft, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jordan Croft, the son of Matthew, of course, for the Bulldogs and uh, Dad was a defender in the main, of course. Uh, young Jordan's a forward, a potential 
another one like Sam Darcy, a, a 200 centimetre boy that you know love his speed off the mark. He's a one grabber. So uh, and but he's he's one that will take some time. You talked about that a moment or two ago. He'll take some time, so be patient. But you'd expect that a bid will come for him probably first night. And Aaron Cadman came in with big raps as well for the Giants, but he didn't quite find the pace of the game last year. He didn't. He fitted in at times, but it, he wasn't able to hold his spot. So in comparison for Jed Walter, do you think he will be the kind of guy? Has, has Jed got a little bit more going for him as a first-year player, even though Aaron Cadman might be a star long-term? Yeah, look, I think Phil Davis summed up Aaron Cadman. He was wrapped in the way he's uh, presented this year as a young player. and He's from within the club, talked about him, and he talked about uh, Finn Callahan as well. Now, Finn's a couple of years into his career and said he's going to be a superstar. So that's, yeah, Cadman, a lighter-built boy that was going to take a year or two as even young Buddy, Buddy Franklin took a year or two, didn't he? But Walter's definitely um, full-bodied now. He's ready to run almost straight away. And uh, uh, you just see him working with Ben King pretty pretty productively in, in time up there. But, uh, yes, a strongly built boy that loves the contest, thrusts himself into packs and is a really exciting player. And the character inquisition as well. How deep are they going these days? Shifter, are they still talking to math teachers and... Associates of associates, are they still looking through Instagram to see who this guy's mates with and what's he doing in his spare time? Oh, there's no doubt that investigation is pretty thorough. They want to know about the makeup, and at the end of the day, they're trying to find out, you know, how will he go when the going gets tough? You know, there will be moments when you're, you're injured or you, you get dropped, or it's uh, you're six weeks away from getting to the senior team, you're going to have to work your way through all this. Uh, how are you going to go then? And yeah, so they dig in in lots of different ways to try and find that out. and. Uh, and most of the boys have had some of that experience in their in their development years. Um, that, that feeling of being beaten by someone that is a bit better because we put the best against the best quite often. Uh, SA versus WA versus Vix, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now with the allies coming into play against the Vix and SA, we've really got a line of sight through all those boys from uh, what we used to call the, the developing states of New South Queensland, NT and Taz that make up the allies. So that makes it even a better way of analysing where they can uh, uh, handle the ups and downs of the game. Kevin, congratulations on what you've done over time to refine the system and get it to where we're at right now. And good luck tonight. We'll see you on Fox Footy. And uh, let's hope we get plenty of good young kids drafted and we have a great night. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Dwayne. Good luck to all the boys that contenders. Cheers. Kevin Sheehan joining us for Tire Power Holiday Getaway Sale on now. Get up to $200 off. The Michelin Pilot Sport range. You'll hear the draft tonight on SEN and you'll also see it on Fox Footy. Ray in Central Queensland has joined us to talk North Melbourne. I think we're going to hear Ray. Uh, good night, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I was just reading Brad Scott's comments about uh, the change in purchasing, uh, being able to help lower clubs on the ladder. But I'm 59 and probably a dinosaur. But the fact that we're helping a single club so much in North Melbourne and their draft strategy is nothing more than putting your hand out, at some point, is that sort of not good for the game? Yeah, Ray, yes, it's not good for the game. But yes, I think North Melbourne also deserve what they've got in that they've had a few... They've they've made their own bed. I agree with you on that. They've run their club poorly at times, made poor decisions at times, not drafted as well as they should have. At times they've had coaching upheaval that 
they probably didn't see some of it coming, but some of it has just been misfortune. Uh, the mental health battles of Reshaw, one they wouldn't have seen coming, and you can't really account for that. The hiccup with uh, a couple of their coaches not quite being able to get the best out of their team and having to move them on. Would they be better off if they still had Brad Scott? Would they be better off if Alistair Clarkson didn't have to uh, hand over the reins for the majority of this year? All of that. I think North Melbourne do need some help. We can't leave clubs down the bottom for eternity. But the hard part is they've got to start getting it right in a hurry, Ray, because we're not going to tolerate it for much longer, I don't think, as a football public. Great to have your call, though, and a very good question. Great to have you on. Great to have so many calls on the line. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll get great back to your calls after the break. We'll talk some WBBL as well.